Hola, Americanos. You have found it. You have found the Loftus Party. I'm so excited, man. I love this. This is by far my new favorite thing. Well, we have a lot to talk about. This there week. is. It was a big week. There's 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 political news. There's big happenings going on with that. Uh, there's entertainment stuff. There's personal stuff. Yeah. This is the inside scoop. This is the inside scoop. But let's go back. Uh, we got uh, we got me. I'm Michael Loftus. Right. And you would be Jason Jake Anarino. And then we got a guy whose microphone wouldn't work. He's here. We're going to get him on mic next time because I love him. I love having him here. It's me, Michael. I'm Andrew Appel. It's Apple. Oh, Apple. <laughs> How would you not know your own name? He's not Andrew. Say hi. Hi. There he is. He's there. Is it Apple? It is. Oh, okay. Every week, it's every the- week. It's a uh, it's an adventure to get the equipment. Here's, here's I've said this before. On this is like episode four or five, five of of the Loftus party. We didn't look at air episode three. Episode three is in the vault. We can air that at any time. <laughs> episode five. Yeah. I don't week, know. Like here's what I love about it. I love putting the microphones together, getting the stands, doing the stuff. But every week, there's an adventure with the equipment, yeah. and it's great. It's not. It's great. brand new space age equipment. This stuff was made by NASA. It's wonderful. So we're going to run down the week. We're going to run down the big happenings uh, of what's been going big on. week. Right. You, you had the idea, uh, young Jason, to, to talk about uh, the Gramneys. Yeah, the Gramneys were big this year. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Gramneys. Well, uh, what was your favorite part of the Grammys? Well, I don't know if I had a favorite part, but the part I found interesting was definitely uh, Paul McCartney not getting into the party afterwards. I saw that. I saw that on TMZ. Like, he couldn't get into somebody's after party. It was Paul, it was ty- some Paul rapper McCartney named and Tyga. Beck. Paul McCartney, Beck, and some dude from the Foo Fighters. What? Are trying to get in, and, and Tyga... Uh, Tyga. I guess his name is Tyga. I've never heard of this guy until this story, actually. Tyga. How does he spell it? Of course he does. Tyga. Tyga. T-Y-G-A. Well, I guess they couldn't get in. They said, we're sorry, we can't let you guys in. This is a Grammy party. No this real... This is for Tyga. <laughs> this is... No no real musicians allowed at this party. But Paul McCartney and Beck and a, good, a guy from the Foo Fighters want to get in? Yeah, and they said, we can't... let the, the, Oh, man. Well, it was security shut him down. And then uh, later I read that Tyga said he had no idea he would have definitely let him in. He felt of bad. Of course Tyga's a good guy. How do you know that? Because I You've hang out. You've never met Tyga. I have not met Tyga, but I've met <laughs> Lion. Yeah. And I've met Bea. Lion and Tyga and Bea. <laughs> oh, my. No, and those guys. You get those three guys together. If I were the king of the forest. That's my Caroline That's line. That's pretty damn good. It's, it's spot on. Put him up. Put him up. I wish See, I could do no that See, there's no characters. This, you got like Steve Buscemi. He's a character guy. But we need more character actors in Hollywood. And, uh, well, you know what? I feel bad for Paul McCartney. That's that's a sign. But you know what? It, it helps that like uh, Beck couldn't get in and Foo Fighter guy couldn't get in. How do you not know who these guys are? I don't know. Because you're Tyga. I can't it name was his, one. I guess it was his security team that wasn't letting him in. Well, that you know that happens. Those guys get fired. That's that's it's sad, but hey, it happens. If you it if happens. I'm having a party and you're my security guy and you don't let McCartney in, you're not just getting fired. I'm going to hire somebody to beat you up. Do you have you ever heard of a song? Uh, um, Aw, freak out! Yeah, don't lay freak. Say chic. Those guys were in New York and they were in line to get into Studio Fifty Four, and they were supposed to be uh, chic. 
you know, was supposed to be supposed to get in. The security guy go, no, no, you're not coming in. They had this thing like if you weren't on the list, you were one of the gray people and you didn't matter. And, and security at Studio 54 would just say, no, you're a gray person. And, and so wouldn't let him in. And uh, so those guys like, screw it, man. Let's just go back and just we'll party at our house. And, and the one guy from uh, from Chic was all pissed off. And he went, oh, and it was an F off is the original line. Oh, wow. But, but then they looked at each other and like, that's a hit song. <laughs> So every time you hear, aw, freak out, they're not really saying freak out. They're saying, aw, F off. Oh, cool. And it was about Studio 54 because they couldn't get in. So maybe Paul McCartney and the Foo Fighters and Beck will have an awesome disco hit out of this. Aw, couldn't get into the Tiger Party. I don't know. I'll tell you what. And, and well, ten... they couldn't get into the Tiger Party. <laughs> they couldn't get in. We actually have a call right now from Paul McCartney. He has yeah. a comment. Oh, I'm here. I'm on the phone. It's a great line. Mr. McCartney, how did you feel about getting turned away from Tiger's party? I didn't even know Tiger. (laughs) I didn't want to go in. I thought thought it was Bear's party. I want to go see Bear. I'd been making hit songs before he was ever born. (laughs) Suddenly suddenly I'm a leprechaun. (laughs) Picard's yellow boots. Yeah. Wow, Paul McCartney That's a damn good McCartney, too. Yeah, thank you. Can you do a John? It's just Paul. <laughs> it's, but he's got a wife he's that just hates angrier. Him. <laughs> I've got to go. Yoko said I can't stay. Oh, man. It's just Paul, but he's henpecked. Oh. My thing from the Grammys was Taylor. I was so happy for Taylor. She gave a speech. She won a, some sort of a Grammy award, right? Yeah, she won the album of the year or something for 1989. She gave a, a real. Uh, she gave a speech, and uh, it, I, I didn't see it, but evidently it must have been. Uh, inspiring mm-hmm. or something because some dude tweeted the next day now you know if you watch the flip side the flip side uh the the show the television show that's syndicated I'm, I'm always like i want taylor swift to follow me on twitter i really do i yeah. really I, t- at taylor swift 13 i wanted to follow the flip side loftus that's weird i follow her too on twitter so some dude who follows at taylor swift 13 uh the next day he goes boy after that speech by at taylor swift 13 I'm in full Taylor mode today. If my boss says anything, I'm just going to start quoting that speech. She retweeted that. It got like 135 kajillion retweets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I got to start do. That's that's what I got to start. I got to start quoting Taylor Swift in my tweets. She doesn't. She never talks politics though, and I love talking politics. She doesn't strike me as a political person. They all are. Well, that was dead air. <laughs> it was and like it, 20 was minutes like, of it just dead air. There. We could we could. Taylor Swift that. doesn't strike me as political. <laughs> no, she's not. She's a pop star. I guess she had some something in that speech uh, that was kind of a little backhanded comment to Kanye about how people will uh, try to take credit for your success. Maybe. You know. I, I think that goes to singers, songwriters, all that stuff. Because this album, I think she wrote all the stuff by herself. I'm not sure. I don't know. Taylor's going to be okay. I don't worry about Taylor. Just follow me on, on Twitter, to, at Taylor Swift 13 Follow Flipside Loftus. My big thing, uh, this is last night, I was uh, in New York. I was in uh, Long Island. I was, there's, a, there's a little situation, comedical comedy thing I'm helping out Are on. Are we talking about why you were in New York? Are we allowed? No, we won't talk about <laughs> it right. yet, but it was lovely. I check into this hotel at like midnight, and the girl, if you close your eyes, she sounded exactly like Nurse Jackie. <laughs> Nurse Jackie? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, welcome to, welcome to the Marriott. You want some Vicodin? <laughs> it was wonderful. So last night, 
uh, I get done with my writing and all that wonderful stuff. I come back to the hotel, and the South Carolina primaries are going off. I guess the Nevada one, I don't know why. What is up with the Democratic Party where they, they do everything wonky and they don't do it on the same day? Like, like they, their Iowa thing is all janky. Like, you don't write down names. People stand It's almost in like they have bad and... ideas about everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Instead of voting, we should solve, do this with a coin flip. And then in New Hampshire, uh, somehow when Bernie like crushes Hillary, she walks away with what, the winner. With this, yes, because of super delegates, she gets more. It's just the, it's like the Denver Broncos beating the Panthers, and then the Panthers getting the Super Bowl trophy. It is. It's literally like, like that. It's it is like, kind of like that. Wait, what? Well, I think the Democrats have big problems. Here's what happened uh, last night. The the yeah the Republicans going off in in South Carolina. We got to talk about that. That was so awesome. That was just great television, and like it was like uh, like a soap opera. You it just kept getting better and better, and you're like, well, what's gonna happen next? And then some other dude would come out. You'd be like, what? It was fantastic. Now back the backstory behind all this, and nobody's really paying attention. I'm watching the MSNBC, mm-hmm. uh, and like Hillary barely beat uh, Bernie in Nevada. Right, and that was supposed to be four points. She she beat him by four points. Wow. Well, she's going to get like a kajillion what delegates out of that, and he's going to get nothing. Uh, but that was supposed to be her firewall, right? Eighteen to fourteen is what they lost. Eighteen to fourteen. Yeah. It's just. But that was supposed to be her firewall. She's supposed to have this Latino firewall, and they're going for Bernie. Here's and I just love it, love it, love it. And and now she's switching her tune. She's like in speeches. She's like he can't make these promises. He can't. He's just making she's these the promises. She's the queen of making promises. Oh, I, if you free health care. That you, was her deal before Obamacare was ever a thing. Yeah. Well, she was. She she dove in. She didn't earn a lot of people. A lot of people don't remember that. But when her husband Bill Clinton was president, he just kind of assigned her. Hey, figure out a way to give everybody health care. Right. I remember thinking I never voted for her. Right. <laughs> My neck was going ting, ting, ting. I got all street. I was ghetto. I didn't vote for that girl. Get her out of that. And it was like secret meetings, private meetings. Uh, so now this, uh, yeah, she's upset with Bernie Sanders. Like, stop making these promises you can't keep. But that's what politicians do, right it's, and left. To me, it's just so funny to watch. Every time Bernie Sanders goes into a room with a Hillary Clinton supporter, they come out a Bernie Sanders supporter. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like that movie where you fall asleep and you, all of a sudden you wake up and you, you're an alien. You know, the pod people. What was that? Uh, oh, it's a, invasion, of the, invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's Invasion of the Bernie Snatchers. <laughs> like, these people are like, I'm going to support Hillary Clinton. I've been a big Clinton supporter. I'll give supporter. you free stuff. I like Bernie Sanders. I like his ideas. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say more. It's just so funny to watch. Like the most from all walks of life. Like Bernie Sanders has. I'm frankly uh, afraid to be in a room with him because he, he might. Just, he must be so compelling. I don't know what he does. He's making but a lot he, of sense. You get behind closed doors. And, don't you want to do this? Aren't these people being? It's ah. Have you ever seen dumber people on Facebook than Bernie supporters? They really are stupid. They really think they're getting free stuff and that you could tax people. See, now you're sounding like a Clinton supporter because literally she's now on stage. She's like, do the math. Math doesn't <laughs> add up. She's getting. She's getting. She's going to run as a Republican. <laughs> Never it's, mind. It's just that's the great thing I love about this. The Chris Matthews and the and 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 the you know the Rachel Maddox. That whole that whole left crew is like, hey, this he's making these promises, but somebody's got somebody's got to pay the doctors. 
It just doesn't work out. And then people are like, we'll figure out a way. We'll figure it out. If we really want to do it, we'll figure out a way. These people didn't learn their lesson from Obamacare that was supposed to be free, and now your rates double and You know, they haven't because it hasn't really kicked in yet. And for the life of me, I've tried to follow it, and this is this is me. This is my bad. It always gets kicked down the road. Right. Like, I thought the penalties were going to start kicking in, in in 2014, and they didn't. And then I thought, okay, 2015, they're gonna, but then they don't. Now I think it's 2017, Right. the actual penalties, and that's when you're going to hear uh, there's going to be a great weeping and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> and they'll blame people, the guy in office for it that, and not Obama when he's right? in there watching. They're going to walk out of H&R Block President going, this Trump. is crazy. I shouldn't have to pay a penalty. I don't <laughs> President Trump's fault. Well, here's the wonderful. Here's, and I'll, we'll just that, we'll use that as a segue. Uh, President Trump, that whole thing. The, here's what I like about Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to come out and, su- and support any candidate yet. Me neither. Right? Nobody. Not all the tumblers have clicked. I feel bad for you. I know there's some people out there in political land where all the tumblers have clicked on their candidate. They've already choice. picked a guy. They've picked a guy. They're in for a penny. They're in for a pound, and their hearts are just breaking. Right. Their hearts are just breaking. You got to lay back. You still got to lay back. Vote for your guy. If you live in like South Carolina, Florida, Texas, you got a primary state, you vote. Vote for your guy. But right now, if you're just like in the Twitterverse and uh, don't don't wear your heart on your sleeve. It's going to be bad. You're yeah. going to be disappointed. You got to play this as a big fat man from the south wearing a white suit going, I'm not picking anybody yet. I'm going to wait a little bit to see how this shakes out. Can I get some more lemonade? Yeah, you don't want to put a horse, uh, uh, put your money on a horse when the race ain't started yet. We don't know who's racing That's yet. fantastic. Don't put, boy, don't put your <laughs> money on a horse when the race ain't started yet. That's my James Carbell. Here's a problem with the Bush family. The Bush family never had a, had a snake baby. Shout a snake man. I'm half snake. I can unhinge my jaw and swallow this table whole. I don't like Carville at all. Oh, he freaks me out. <laughs> I don't like I him. I saw that dude at Politicon, the yeah. show, the flip he side. He was like way too cool to talk to anybody there. Oh, I'm like, dude, dude he was cool. like studying some stuff. Like, uh, we're at the, the flip side this year. Uh, the television show, we were invited to this thing, Politicon. And like everybody there, my buddy uh, 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 Taylor... Uh, Swift was not there, uh, but Trevor Noah was there, and that was wild because people see me, you know, like, oh, here's the host of the flip side, and oh, oh, Trevor Noah, uh oh, it's like two, two, it's like they're opposites, it's gonna be, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Trevor? Right, because you can have different beliefs, you can have different ideas, you can still actually get along and like people, uh, but James Carver was sitting in there. He was working on some notes, writing something really important with his glasses down on his nose. And I think he was probably writing metaphors. That's about as stupid as a raccoon playing Scrabble with a one-eyed possum. <laughs> I don't know what it means. We're so far off the track. What the hell were we talking about? Nevada primaries. Oh yeah, and watching these and watching uh, these people on the far left like have to be Republicans because the math doesn't add up. People people don't realize that if you do start paying for these things that Bernie Sanders is talking about, everybody gets a huge tax hike. Everybody. Yeah. They're gonna from the middle class up. And I think middle class is earning five dollars a year. <laughs> is Seriously. The new middle class. They're they're hurting people. Taxes are too high already and they want to make them higher. They're crazy. I, I well and I just love seeing uh Hillary getting uh just frustrated. I do you too. Know, we got to the math just doesn't he's got it. She's going to have a chalkboard and an easel. Look at this, you guys. That is not a 9. That is a 6. Don't don't stop laughing. She's like the substitute teacher that nobody likes. Bring bring Professor Bernie I, back. I liked his ideas. His ideas are stupid. 
is lying. But he gives us free pizza. Okay, I'm going to say this one more time. Professor Sanders is a liar and a charlatan. There is no way. Boo. You know, I'm telling you, the Democrats really don't have a candidate that can win. They're in big trouble. Hillary's, Hillary cannot win. That is. Bernie cannot here's win. Here's something that, like, I, I, They're I like the MSNBC. So, uh, here's what Chris Matthews uh, said the other day to a, a Clinton supporter. Uh, he goes, what's her message? What's her message? What is her message? What is it? I'm a woman. That's it. I'm not. You don't vote for somebody because seriously, that's a good point. Bernie Sanders is like it's a revolution. Like, okay, I understand that. I can get that at face value. Hillary Clinton is like I'm my. It's my turn. I'm. I was a. I was a secretary of state, and his math doesn't add up. You guys, he's lying. He's lying. That should be her message. He's lying. (laughs) They're all lying. I think he stole her message. You know, she would be out there promising free stuff if she could. He beat her to the punch. No, I think she. For, she I think she pretty much thought that she's like, I am going to take Barack Obama's ideas and take them to that next level. I'm going to take them to the next but level. But she felt entitled. And that's not uh, right. That's how she comes across. And that's not how it works. That is it, not how America works. Yeah. But everybody just get ready because it looks like President Trump's on the way. I don't know whether you like him or hate him. They can't stop this guy. He's just smarter. Look, all these politicians are basically con men and losers and scumbags. And uh, that, it's what they are. I know that people like to think otherwise. But really, they've got us bent over here in this country. And uh, Trump comes along, and he's making them all look like fools. And I love every second of it. I, the, he, he's got the uh, Democrats upset. He's got a lot of Republicans upset. I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm not saying I'd vote for Trump, but I do like to see how he's upset everybody. He's upset the apple cart. It's fun to watch the Trump show. Here's uh, And this was great. Uh, last night, I'm in my hotel room. It's the South Carolina primary. They're doing the results. They, they project Trump as the winner. And you have never seen like every all the pundits on Fox, all the pundits on CNN, all the ones on MSNBC – they're all like, well, uh, the Trump thing, okay, now if you take, okay, if this guy drops out and you put, <laughs> and you put his numbers in with his numbers and, and they, like, then they form up and you add those four numbers together, that would make it the- stop them. Maybe, and like everybody, and like finally one girl on CNN, she goes, like, you realize if this was any other year, if there was any other person on the planet, we'd be like, wow, he's a freight train of success. He's on his way to the nomination, but literally every channel was like, there's got to be a way to stop him. Maybe kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, and, and boy, the, the most horrifying things on Twitter. I tell you what. There the was, more they hate him, the more I like him. Oh, I mean, somebody retweeted something uh, last night. There was a dude, like, threatening to uh, assassinate Donald Trump last night. Yeah. His, his tweet, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. His tweet was like, hey, you guys, I'm in South Carolina. No, I don't, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to get in trouble with the government. That's like, I really feel You're like You're quoting somebody. I am. Yeah. This, but this guy tweeted out like, hey, I'm in South Carolina, so if you need me to assassinate Donald Trump, I sure could do it. And then some guy like retweeted, and he's, he's like, hey, he, at, well, he's like, hey, at FBI, this guy's threatened to assassinate. Nice. Right? Well, you, he's got Secret Service now. And those guys don't mess around, so you people better be careful saying stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, but as television, it was fantastic, because everybody's wringing their hands, what do you do, what do you do, what do you do? Meanwhile, there's this phenomenal uh, race for second place. It's like yeah, Ru- yeah. Rubio and Cruz, and it's a tie, it's a tie, it's a tie. And you're like, what's going to happen? And also, oh, Cruz is up by, uh, by 500 points. Oh, no, Rubio's up by da-da-da-da. Uh, and then uh, out of nowhere... Uh, Jeb Bush just uh, he like comes out and says he's done. Yeah, 
says he's done. And it was a it was a, a classy thing to do. And he got a little choked up and he looked at his wife and it was kind of heartwarming and touching. And and you're like, well, you know, it was kind of it's kind of sad. You know, that's the state that made his dad. Uh, and that's the state that uh, made his brother. Uh, it's interesting how mixed up these races make me feel because I am not a Jeb Bush fan. I never liked the guy. I can't stand him. I don't want him to be president. I never want him another. But now, I, after all this and, and, and Donald Trump buying his web domain and you type in JebBush.com, right, right. I start feeling bad for the guy. Me too. Me too. Like, uh, and so he does it in a really classy way. He's like, I guess this is the way of, but, I, but I'm not gone and I'm not done and you know, I'll be around. I'll be governor and somewhere, and you know, and like this little like this music plays, and you're kind of. I'm staying in my hotel. And I'm like, wow, that's a real bummer, man. Like it's probably like one of the lowest points in his life. And we all witnessed it, and like this, they they play some like classy music, and they're like, and they're like, that's the end of the dynasty. That's the end of the Bush dynasty. Uh, we don't know where Jeb goes on from here, but we understand Donald Trump is ready to take the stage. <laughs> and it's like this WWE intro music, and he's like, yeah! It was just like, like the wrong moment. Somebody should have said, hey, Donald, uh, maybe don't do the big WWE entrance to it. Uh, but they, they must have gotten a message to him, so he, he said goodbye. So then... Then uh, the race between Ru- Rubio and Cruz keeps slipping back and forth. It's really, it's like, so there's a moment, there's a little moment where Rubio's ahead. So I think his people are backstage going, go now, go, just declare your, it's like, as a, at this particular moment in the race, technically you're in second place, so go now. So Rubio comes out and like, uh, he comes out and he's like really personable and he's like, hey, wave and thank you so much. I tell you what, South Carolina. I'm like, oh, wow, there's a real human being in there. There's like a real guy. And he's like, we did it. And he, you, you can see him like just click like the Cybertron uh, chip kicks in. And he just goes into full, full on speech mode. And I'm like, so bummed out. I'm like, dude. And he's like doing he's doing bits of old speeches. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, so what's what's Cruz going to do? What's Cruz going to do? Because now he's in third place. Right. right. And now it looks like, yeah, it's going to be third. It's going to be close. <laughs> Cruz comes out. And this is what I love about politics and political theater. Cruz comes out, and he's like, we did it. We did it. Did what? We shocked the world. <laughs> they said we couldn't do it. <laughs> They said we couldn't get third. <laughs> and I'm in my hotel room and my boxers like they, yeah, they couldn't you couldn't get third <laughs> in in a state full of evangelicals in a really religious state. They said I couldn't do it. Oh, it's just so rich and it's just so it's fantastic. Cr- I've never seen a race like this. Ben Carson is still in. Why? You know what? I think uh No chance. Right, but he's he seems like a really great guy. John Kasich. Still in. He's still lurking in there in the background. He's, he's, I like me the John Kasich. I will gonna, say this. Look, mark my words. He's not going anywhere. He's going to ride this out. He's, he's going to. Oh, he's got to stick around for Ohio. Yeah, my he's goodness. sticking around. He's sticking and the around. more I find out about that guy's story, ay ay ay. What? I don't know much about Kasich. Uh, it's it's Kasich. I'm 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 certain of that. When he was like, uh, you know, his his dad was a postman. His mom worked at at some other thing. He met the president when he was like 18 years old. Which president? President Nixon. Uh He went to the Ohio State University. He was on campus for like a month or something. There's some stuff, a bunch of stuff he didn't like. So one day he goes across uh, the Oval. You know, I went to Ohio State uh, and 
And uh, he goes across the Oval, and there's the president of the university. And John Kasich goes up and goes, you're the, you're the president of this joint, and I want to talk. i got some problems, man. we got to talk about this. The guy's like, I can't really talk now. I'm going to the, uh, the, the White House uh, to meet the president. Kasich goes, can I go with you? <laughs> he goes, no. And so, well, if I write you a letter, will you take it? <laughs> well, yeah. So John Kasich, like, writes a letter to President Nixon at the time. Gets it to the president of, of Ohio State. Wow. It's just like this whole, he just like bullies bullies his way in. And then uh, he gets a letter back from uh, Richard Nixon. He's like, I like I like the cut of your, oh, I like the cut of your jib. I like that. And so he invites him to the White House. So John Casey, no he's like 18, an 18 year old freshman. He gets to meet the president. Uh, and it was Nixon, but hey, he got to meet him. And there's like a really wacky picture. So when he's 35, uh, his mom and dad, you know, they're poor. There's a bunch of kids in that family. His mom and dad, they would uh, drink their coffee at uh, Burger King. Burger King was running this promotion where if you buy a cup of coffee, the second cup is free. So they were at Burger King finishing up their second cup of coffee because it was free. They pull out a Burger King and wham, killed by a drunk driver. Oh. And then Kasich is just like, ah, goes into a deep, dark depression. Sure. Finds the Lord. Finds his faith mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, turns everything around and just goes full tilt boogie. And, uh, yeah, he seems like a really great guy. That's the thing. Like, it's like, uh, well, my, Andrew, we were talking about this when we were setting up today. It's like there's a point where you want to be able to dislike people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm sure that, like, any politician has a very compelling story. You know, you know, all the Cuban immigrants and blah, 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 blah. At a, at, a, at a certain point, like, I don't know about Hillary. I don't think Hillary could say anything that would make me like, I lost a fortune on Whitewater. I don't know. <laughs> I, but she probably does. I, if I sat down in a room with Hillary Clinton, there'd probably be a point where I'm like, yeah, she's a great lady. Come on, let's get her some coffee and help her out. <laughs> and probably Bernie Sanders, too. I don't know. But it's like, I don't watch VH1 behind the music anymore for this very reason. Because there's bands that I absolutely hate. There's bands And you that want I, to keep hating I, them? I do. <laughs> I do. Like, I used to despise Def Leppard. Right. Just like their, their music would come on. I'm not like, a fan. Yeah. Right? Like, I like The Clash. I like U2. I like, like, just, like, there's a realness to it, you know? And, and like, Def Leppard was, like, that, that whole, like, Nirvana, right? That was, like, that was real. That was, like, bang, just a, a punch. And Def Leppard's all, just like perfect and everything. So I hated him. I hated him. And then you watch the VH1 behind the music and like, they're just four mates that went to school together and, you know, overcame tragedy. And you're like, those are good guys. I kind of like them. I don't want to know them as people. Yeah. Because I don't want to like them. I want to keep hating the people I hate. I want to keep my politicians at bay. Like I, like, I don't, I, I don't like Obama so much, but one night I had a dream. I was hanging out with him and he was a cool dude. And I woke up and I was like, man. I'm a jerk for saying so many bad things about this guy. What a and nice my guy. wallet was missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wonder. I do wonder about uh, they, that. Like, I tell you what, my buddy, here I go, I'm going to start name dropping. My buddy, uh, uh, Sam Simon. Yeah. Uh, God rest his soul. Oh, my oh my Lord. We're way over, uh, but so I got... We're no. doing great. We're doing great. Sam Simon goes to this big Hollywood party. It's a big. He was a, a big time uh, a liberal, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. He goes to this big fundraiser, like in Beverly Hills. Uh, and Bill Clinton is there, and uh, and Sam is with. I think he, I think he was dating a Playboy bunny at the time, and uh, he says that Bill Clinton had so much charisma it was stupid. Oh yeah, it was like a gravitational field as this guy's coming down the hall, and he and and so uh, you know Sam is uh, he's with this Playboy uh, 
bunny girl and and bill clinton comes by and goes hey nice to meet you thanks for and sam's like hi sam simon you know this is my friend uh, you know debbie and oh very nice to meet you be generous give a lot four years later four years later there's another fundraiser at the same house sam is there with another girl he's not seeing debbie anymore the playboy bunny bill clinton comes walking in boom mr charisma like a force of nature sam goes uh hey uh mr clinton and and Clinton pulls him aside and goes, hey, Sam, what happened to Debbie? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How? How? And like, that makes me like, That's amazing. That makes me like Bill Clinton. All the like, stuff in his brain. Right? As president. I remember her, man. That, that girl Debbie. was hot. That girl was hot. You know what I remember? He's a hound. You know what I remembered? That every, every uh, week on the show, we do a Michael Topia. Uh-huh. That's what I remembered. And this week is no different. Michael Topia, it's a land where everything makes sense. The rules of man don't apply. One rule applies, the rule of Michael Topia. Come with me. Let us go to this dreamy place where everything makes sense. Michael Topia. I love that jazz music. It Do you puts, got one, Jason? It puts you in a utopian mindset. It does. Like it's a, a jazz utopia. utopia. This is how it would sound. All right. What do you got for Michael Topia? First of all, uh, in Michael Topia, pe- pe- uh, let me start over. Take two. Yeah, action. In Michael Topia, people pick up their feet when they walk. Drives me crazy. You ever been walking with somebody? They're shuffling their feet, dragging them, and you're like, "Pick up your feet." You know why it bothers me? Because I know when when you're walking with a guy and he's shuffling his feet like that and he's dragging them, that there's 87 different kinds of crazy up in that brain that that can't even function enough to pick up your feet off the ground. Pick up your feet. Pick up your feet. How about you? You got one? In Michael Topia, you cannot be surprised by the TSA. <laughs> That's I mean, a good one. JFK today. And people are like, they don't understand. What? I got to take off my jacket? Holy moly. How many years have we been doing this now? I'm not saying it works. I'm not saying it's perfect, but there's a little game we all play. It's called take off your jacket, take your laptop out of the bag, and you put it through the machine. And take your shoes off, too, Grandma. This, this, I don't, like, everybody. This is New York City I'm leaving. I got a what? Oh, where have you been? Under a rock in Michaeltopia, you have to play along with a little TSA game. Yeah, don't assume they're going to let you ride on because you're... Wearing a suit or something. In Michael Topia, flight attendants are not allowed to sing the emergency announcements. What? <laughs> Have you ever been on like a no. South? I wasn't on Southwest today, but I thought about it today on the other end. The, 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 on Southwest, they always do these, these real jokey, in the event of a water landing, a thing, this will be our raft. And, like, these guys have, like, these little, like, song and dance that's supposed to be funny. And the oxygen will fall from the roof and put it on your kid first. And you're like, no, don't sing that. We need to know that. Yeah. We need... What if I'm enjoying the tune and I don't retain right? the information? You just, uh, just like the planes crashing, you're like, la, 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 <laughs> and then it will fall down. <laughs> Use it as a raft. You got another one? Uh, this might be a little angry, but in Michael Topia, um, Democrats have to stop calling people intolerant. I always get in arguments, and they're like, oh, the, the right wing is so intolerant. They're not tolerant like us. Listen, I see your Facebook posts. You can't play this game anymore. I'm not into- I see your posts. They hate everything. They're, they hate, I mean, they hate so much it's crazy. No, I don't. Let's look at the videotape of your Facebook feed and we'll see who's full of hate. All right. I have, I have one more before we get out of here. 
In Michaeltopia, if you are constipated due to your opioid painkiller, you're an addict. I saw a commercial on TV, unlike the news. Like, are, do you have constipation due to your opioid painkiller? What is an opioid painkiller? Oh, it's an opium-based... Yes! Oh. Yes! If you are so jacked up on, like, Oxycontin <laughs> that you can no longer take a dump, you've got a problem. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be snorting. <laughs> They're selling a medicine for that! That's how bad. That's how that far wild. down the rabbit hole we are as a country. I'm taking so much oxy. I haven't had a bowel movement. You know what we should do? Get me off the of oxy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Take another we pill. Get you another one. That stops you from peeing. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey, this was a fun show. It, we yeah, learned a lot. It goes by too fast. I love it, dude. Maybe we'll stretch it into an hour one of these days. Let's do it. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make room. I want to do an hour. I had a blast. Thanks for joining us. I love this thing. Tell oh, all your friends. Let's uh, let's, let's at Flipside Loftus on Twitter. That is correct. Uh, we're on Facebook. Check out the Flipside Show. Uh, and, and our actual website is theflipsideshow.com. Yes, you can find us there. Uh, you can find me at at Anarino zero zero seven on Twitter. Ooh, personal Twitter. Yes, at Mike Loftus Comic. But let's just go to the, the flip side loftus. At flip side loftus is where uh, we do a lot of our uh, heavy and lifting ooh, tweets. And, and Reddit. Look for us on Reddit. We got clips on Reddit now. We are everywhere. I feel like we've, we're more places and I'm not remembering. iTunes. iTunes, oh, yeah. And the show. This show is on iTunes. You got to please, please, please. You got to give us the stars. You got to leave a comment. That's, it would help us thing. greatly if you would yes, do that. We've had some great ones so far. I want to keep that going. Yeah. And uh, the Sideshow Network, we're all over Great that. Great people Sideshow. at the Sideshow Network. They're fantastical. K98 Talk. Boom! Very good people. You know what we're talking about now? A force of nature. An avalanche of Ooh. political comedy that cannot be stopped. We're getting a lot of stuff to plug every week. It's, it's getting, wonderful. The list is getting longer and longer. We got my new uh, opioid constipation drug. <laughs> you don't snort it. You put it somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> we'll see you next time. The Loftus Party. Ha! <sighs>